0: Do you want to be well? I have wanted to do an episode on this for a few months now, to be honest, and I am going to be talking about only one specific passage today, and that is in John 5. Now, I do pray that you hear my heart on this, because more and more people are getting sicker and sicker. God's children are just as sick as the world. God's daughters are doing maybe more than ever and feeling sicker by the day, but yet pushing through. And yes, at some point, everyone hits a wall. At some point, everyone has to ask themselves this very important question. Do you want to be well? So you can listen to this while you're multitasking, doing all the things, probably driving in your car or going for that walk or while you're whipping up some dinner because I know how that is. But later on, be sure to grab your Bible and a journal so that you can ask the Lord to speak very specifically to you about what you need to learn from this story in the Bible. Christian working woman over 40 are you struggling with consistently low energy and tiredness but sick of the confusing midlife info out there are you tired of that menopausal belly bloat and worried you will always have that annoying brain fog feeling Ben there but right here is where you get clarity and hope through biblical and holistic health solutions Hi, I'm Michelle, Holistic Health Coach and fellow Midlifer. As the heartbeat of your home, decide right now in this season to partner with God with discipline, intentionality, and commitment to changing your life at Midlife. If you're ready to stop chasing the world's way of health and be your healthiest whole self with more energy and less brain fog than you have had in a while, then you're in the right place. Grab your herbal tea, Bible, notebook, and pen, and let's treasure your wellness. Okay, we are in John 5. John 5 is the story of the man at the pool of Bethesda, and he had been paralyzed for 38 years. So I'm going to read, starting in verse 3. Here, a great number of disabled people used to lie, the blind, the lame, the paralyzed. One who was there had been an invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, do you want to be well? Now, this story has honestly stuck with me for over a year. Of course, I'd heard it before. Of course, I'd read it before. But something about the story stopped me cold about a year ago, and I can't get it out of my head. Honestly, it stops me cold every time I read it or hear it talked about. Why? It touches me so much because in my experience working with women and men, because in my years of coaching, I've worked with plenty of men, husbands, families, couples, their desire... At the end of the day is to be well, to feel better, to regain their much-needed energy, to do the work necessary so that they will get the result they are wanting. Whatever goal it was that they want to set, whatever health condition it is that they want to recover from. It might not sound like, I want to be well. It might not come across that way. You might not think it that way in your brain. You might just know that you don't feel good. (laughs) So it might sound like to you, I want to feel better. I want to have more energy to play with my grandkids. I want to go hiking with my husband on the weekends. I want to stop taking so many medications. I want to get out of bed in the morning pain-free. I want to lose this annoying bloating in my tummy that makes me feel so bad and makes me try on five different outfits before I go to work. I want to feel sexy for my husband again. See, it might not sound like those six words. Do you want to be well? And yet, here's where it really gets me. Verse 7. Sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I am trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. There is a reason, an excuse, a situation, a life change, a responsibility, on and on and on as to why people don't get the result they are wanting to feel better to regain their energy, to lose the bloated belly, to finally start sleeping better, to wake up pain-free, to have that intimacy with their husband the way they want to. And this part really, really gets to me when I see the reenactment in the series, The Chosen. Have you seen that? I believe it's in season two of The Chosen where they are talking about the healing at the pool this episode gets me every single time. I mean, I've only seen it twice. But because I've read in the Bible so many times this passage, and I'm such a visual person, to see it on screen, reenacted, uh, it's like a heart dagger to me. Day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, he is stuck because he doesn't have someone to help him into the pool for his healing and really I believe it was a pagan pool by the way because the people believed that an angel stirred up the water and the first person into the pool would be healed of their disease or sickness and so he was desperate he went there he went to the pool he lived at the pool because this man was stuck He didn't have a person to take him by the hand and gently guide him into the pool for his healing, for his restoration, for his being well. But you know what really gets me about this part in the story is most importantly, he doesn't help himself. He tells Jesus his reason, his excuse, his situation. He tells him, they're right in verse seven. Sir, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I am trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. That's not a lie. It's not untrue. That was really happening to him. It was his reality. And yet, if you watch this scene, In The Chosen, you will see why I want to cry each time I see it. He simply gives up. He is more content in his misery than to do the work necessary to get himself to the healing waters that he so believed in that he set up camp for years next to. The very waters that he believed would heal him, if only. If only he could get someone to help him. Now, when he first arrived at the pool, he had great drive, great motivation to get into the pool by himself. He didn't come with somebody. He came by himself. Somewhere along the line, he lost all of his motivation and his drive to get healed, to be healed. He gave up and I can hear the thoughts in his head and maybe you can too. Thoughts like, I will always be like this. I will never be able to walk out of here. I will die like this. Healing isn't meant for me. I am too unimportant to help. My friend, do you have similar thoughts in your head about your specific health situation? about your life thoughts like my family has always had diabetes or I will always have this extreme fatigue I just have to keep pushing through high blood pressure is normal in my family or I have a high stress job so I can eat whatever I want I deserve it or my mom and my grandma had this so I know I will get it too let me tell you those are lies just because it is quote, in the family, does not mean it is for you. You can change your gene expression. And I have several examples of this really, but one most recently of a client who has generations of rheumatoid arthritis and she just knew that she had it because she was given that diagnosis. But she believed that it would be different for her. Why? Because she did not take that diagnosis as her lot in life. She chose a better path. She chose a different way. And within four weeks, the woman who couldn't make a fist because her, her joints hurt so bad in her fingers, within four weeks, she was making a complete fist. That is the power of belief that is the power of nutrition, that is the power of lifestyle change. So I need to ask you, have you given up? When when this man speaks to Jesus, you can almost hear his defeat and frustration. I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred, while I am trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. And again, Looking at the visual, the way The Chosen shows it. uh, It just gets me. Is this you today? Do you feel defeated in your health journey? Do you feel like your life is so full of must-dos, have-tos, should-dos that you have given up on yourself and your own health? There's no judgment because I've talked with many women who have. They've thrown their hands up and they're like, I don't know what else to do. I've tried all the things. I think this is just my lot in life. This is the way I was made. So you're not alone if you are thinking that. But are you pushing your own health to the back burner once again? Because someone or something else is more important than you getting well? What is popping into your head right now? That deadline that keeps you working late into the night, even though you already worked a nine hour day, pivoting because somebody needs you or running to your parents or your in-laws home after work to cook dinner for them a few nights a week after you've already worked a long day. Oh, and then by the way, you've got to hit the grocery store on the way, right? Because you have no idea what you're going to cook. (laughs) Been there, right? Are you continuing to say yes to things when inside you are crying for just a few minutes alone? Now, I want you to hear me on this. These are noble actions. These are helpful actions, but are they serving you? Are you getting better? Are you staying the same or are you getting worse? Are you on a third or fourth medication now when you originally had a goal to get off the first one within six months? And it's been years. Again, women are wanting to get off their medications and it's possible. Everything is very unique, of course, but it is possible. I have a beautiful, beautiful woman who got off a medication that she was told she would have to take for the rest of her life. What freedom she now is walking in. Thank you, Lord. Such freedom. Are you finding that you are unable to cope as well with your stress as you once did? Are you feeling more anxious, more worried, more fear, more stress? Are you just feeling more? Jesus looks this man straight in the eyes and he asks him one simple question. Do you want to be well? Now, don't you get the impression by his answer in verse 7 that he no longer himself believes it was possible? He no longer believed it was possible for him to receive healing. He had given up. He was defeated. Now, at some point, we ourselves need to take control of our own health. We have to. We have to be our own best advocate. We cannot entrust our health to the medical establishment that for all intents and purposes is a disease management system. We no longer have a healthcare system. It is disease management. At some point, we need to be our own best advocate and we need to take back control of our own health, our physical health, our emotional and our spiritual health. And we know that some healing may not take place this side of heaven. But I just want to encourage you, if you are needing a touch from the Lord today, a specific direction to take a step in, a word from Him, you need to invite Jesus into your health, into your life, into your career, into your business. Simply invite Jesus in. And when we look at verse 8, Jesus does not listen to this man's excuses. He gives him a command, get up and walk. And sometimes it is so much easier to stay complacent in our misery, to stay uncomfortable in our uncomfortable comfort zone, right? That was me for a while in my toxic job that I was in. As uncomfortable as it was, I knew what to expect. And because I loved what I did, I put up with the external, the surrounding, right? You know, there's always those people <laughs> in the office, and they can just be really, really difficult. And sometimes the whole environment can just be so difficult and so toxic. But yet, it's easier sometimes to stay complacent in our misery, to not take that first step. Even if you've tried before, because I know you've tried to get healthy. I know you've tried to take that step of obedience that the Lord is leading you to. To move forward in the right direction where he's leading you to. But somewhere along the way, you felt defeated. You gave up. And I want to encourage you today. Stop leaning on your own strength. Lean into Jesus. Sometimes the process of what we have to walk through to get well is painful, slow, and hard. Ask some of my clients. This is why we take six months to work together. Because change takes time. Change takes mindset, renewal. We have to dig inside, deep within ourselves, and uncover some resistance that's there. Some feelings and thoughts that we may have been believing from the enemy for a lifetime. We have to do that mindset work. We have to make sure our heart is postured towards the Lord. So know this. It's okay. It's okay if you have started and stopped a thousand times. It's okay. Don't give up. Don't ever give up on yourself. A wise woman told me, when we give up on people, we give up on God. When you give up on yourself, it's the same thing. You're giving up on God. Lean into Jesus. Invite him in and move forward. Okay, and I have one last passage for you. It's in Proverbs 3, 5, and 8. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. And that was the NIV. Health and nourishment. God wants his best for you as his daughter. And these days are hard. (laughs) Times are getting harder, right? I mean, really, this shouldn't surprise us because Jesus warned us that they would. But may I encourage you today to follow the words that Jesus told that man and get up and walk. Walk forward hand in hand with Jesus as you recommit to yourself and to your health. Because you need to be well for what is coming. And I don't know what all is coming down the pike, right? But I think we can all safely say it most likely isn't going to be pretty. And here's another thing. If you are in leadership of any kind, whether it's in your own business, corporate, or ministry, you need to be well to continue pouring into those that you are called to serve. If you have kids still at home or boomerang kids, you know, kids that... Uh, Come, they leave, they come back. You think you have an empty nest. And then, up, oh, just kidding, we're back, mom. And, you know, boomerang kids, right? If you have grandchildren around, you have your husband, your aging parents, you need to be well to continue pouring into them. And I know you want to be. You want to be well and you want to pour into those you love well. You need to be strong. You need to be healthy, You need to have a clear mind. You need to be well. And you can be. And I pray that this has encouraged you. And sometimes we all need a little tough love, a little in your face, like, hey, God wants more for you because he does. And you deserve it. It is your birthright to be in good health. Believe that. Know that. Write it on a sticky note if you need to. It is your birthright to be in good health. And as God has called me to serve and teach his daughters, you know I'm here for you and your specific health needs. So you can join me with taking six months together to help you eat well, feel well, and live well in that beautiful group component for the support and accountability, but also that private communication just you and me, for that personal and very specific wellness need that you have because your health is your greatest investment and that can pay dividends for years and years to come. Not to mention there are so many happy side effects to the work that you put into yourself during this six months together, whether that's weight reduction, better sleep, clearer thinking, hormone balancing, more energy, losing the belly bloat, you can eat well, feel well and live well with God. And hey, if you want even more accountability, grab a sister or a girlfriend to do this makeover with you. But get your application in for the midlife health makeover that starts in February. Pray about it first, always pray, and then get your application in. Father God, how much can we learn from your word? Thank you that your word is timeless and so, so applicable to us even now. How we need to infuse your truths over us into our very soul every single day. So I pray that you would help your daughter lean into you in complete confidence that you do hold her tightly. Help her to change her mindset where change is needed and give her the desire once again to take that step forward, to walk in wellness with fresh focus this day. Help her to get up and walk with you, God, with clarity, with confidence, and in freedom. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, friend. I hope it challenged you, encouraged you, and stretched you in some way. If it did, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else who has been praying for a breakthrough in her whole health? Also, it would bless me so much if you would pop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a quick review to let me know how much you are liking the content and to help other women just like you find the show. Treasured Wellness can also be found on Christian Mix 106 and Radio Free America online streaming radio stations. So check out those two amazing platforms. One more thing, come on over to our Facebook community, Holistic Health for Christian Women Over 40. I would love to see you there. Until next time, remember, you are a beautiful treasure.